Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's great to be here with you, and I'm looking forward to talking. And it's just going to be you and I today. We're going to talk about those defining moments that every one of us has in our lives. Now, you may say, what do you mean by defining moment? You may call it something else. Could be moment of truth, could be (laughs) the decision that made you switch your whole direction in your life. But what we're going to call a moment, it's a defining moment, is when life gives us a brief moment with another. But sometimes in those brief moments, we get memories that last a lifetime. Let me say, let me see what would be a brief defining moment that we all remember. Maybe it's our first bicycle. Maybe it's our first Christmas. Maybe it's the Christmas we got our engagement ring. Maybe it's the the time we decided we wanted to have a baby. All of those are what I call defining moments. In some way, we made a decision and then we moved forward with it. Which way? It's like if you could envision, you come to a point in the road and there's two ways to go. You can go left or you could go right, and this is in the Y of the road. And so you choose maybe to go left. And the left side takes you down this very interesting, beautiful, but different than if you had chosen the other direction. Well, I have a story that I want to share with you today about one of those defining moments that I lived and I'm as I think about it, I'd like for you to take a moment to think about that defining moment, which you've had many, I'm sure. Can you think of one defining moment in your life? I'm going to take just a few seconds here for you to think of that time. Was it in high school, prior to that, after you got out of school? Whatever that moment was, it's very, it's always with you. You can always call it up within a moment of thinking about it. Maybe your mind just goes immediately to that one. But 
there was an outcome from that defining moment that changed your life, probably. Was it the decision to go to college? Or was it the decision to get married? Was it the decision to have a baby? Was it the decision to move to another city? What was that defining moment for you? For many of the women that I talk with, the defining moments can either be of their choice or it can be sort of like life just happens to you. And then what do you do with it? For a woman that uh, decides whether to end her marriage, to go through divorce, sometimes that is the woman's decision, but sometimes that is a decision that is just presented to you and this is the way it is. Husband come home, comes home, decides that after many months of thinking about it, he has decided he wants a divorce. Or it could be vice versa. But those are defining moments where they change your life. There are defining moments in decisions that you make. And mine is about a very not quite as sad is a, a decision to go through a divorce, but it's a. They happen to us in all degrees of sadness and happiness. So the one that I'm going to share with you today is a decision that I made. Oh, about five years ago, when I decided it was time to sell a second home that I had in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I really love being in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's very unique. It's beautiful place, great people, beautiful country, and the weather is outstanding. But it was a decision because other things in my life had changed. And so I decided it was a good decision. So I decided to sell my house. Fortunately for me, when houses were not selling very fast due to the economic downturn, my house did sell. And then it presented another problem. How would I move myself out of that house and back to Tyler, Texas? Well, there are options. There's the option of get the movers and let them move you. Or there's the option of let them pack you up and move you. But of course, being the free spirit that I am, that's not the path I took. No. I had had a friend who had done the very same thing only a couple months prior to mine. And she just stepped me through all of the processes to doing it yourself. So I decided I could do it myself. So I rented my truck and then I rented my workers that would load the truck and sat back and waited for the date 
of the move. Now, prior to that, I had lots of work to do, such as get the house ready, organize, even to have a quasi-garage sale to get rid of some of the things that I just really didn't need. So I did that. So that was part of the journey. That was part of the prep work. Then it was time to decide and to actually kick myself into action. The day of the move came. When I went to pick up my truck, I was informed when I got to the house with my movers that my truck wasn't big enough. And I needed to get a bigger truck. Now, friends, this was on Memorial Day weekend. Do you know how many people move on Memorial Day weekend? A lot. It's the biggest moving day of the year. And so the only problem with that is that it meant I couldn't get a bigger truck, not from the company I'd originally hired with. So I had to go to another company, and I moved there from a 15-foot truck to a 26-foot Penske truck. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine, can you visualize how big that is? That is long. Well, there was, uh, I had to, once I saw the truck, saw how big it was, I had to come home and think about it because I was scared to death. This was serious trucking, and I had pulled horse trailers before, but I had not driven a moving truck. (laughs) So you can imagine the fear that I had inside of me. Oh, my gosh. This was way more than I I had believed I was doing, much bigger much more serious than I had anticipated. Well, I did rent the Pinsky truck after I'd gone through lots of doubts and fears. And once I started reaffirming myself of all the things I had done, that I had pulled a 24-foot horse trailer and van around East Texas, pulling the horse trailer, and I had remembered a lot of things. Some of the lessons that I'd learned when driving that horse trailer, that van with the horse trailer, which is not the typical Texas way of pulling a horse, I am so sorry that you people in other parts of the country, that was very abnormal. Most people in Texas pull their horse trailer with a pickup truck. I only pulled it with a van because while sitting at a horse horse, trailer, competitions. It's five minutes of glory while your daughter runs the horse. And then it's three hours of waiting for her to run again. So it's a lot of hurry up and wait. So I had decided that I would have a van for my comfort. And so that's how I pulled around, much to my daughter's embarrassment. But As you may have guessed by now, I'm not exactly a patterned mother. You know, I'm not the normal mother. So anyway, so the van and I drove around East Texas. So I knew because of the learning experiences I'd had with that, that you could drive. I could drive something that big. I knew never to park where you had to back up 
so you always go forward, and I knew to take the curves wide. So there you go. I was on my way. Now, we are going to be back. We're going to take a brief intermission here. And when we come back, I'm going to speed this story up because there's lots of things that happen on the journey. But the major thing I wanted you to know is that I really had to talk to myself. This was a major decision. I was at a fork in the road that I had not anticipated. So we'll be back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today. We're chatting. I wish you were here with me in the room. We'd have a cup of coffee. We'd be talking about this, and you'd give me feedback, telling me yes or no, you agree, or yes or no, you've been through your defining moment. But I was sharing my defining moment, which I'm going to share with you what I'm talking about, that these are moments in our lives that are so significant, they become etched in our memories, and they leave behind indelible imprints. They may be decisions, crises or challenges, or simply situations we stumble upon. And I am definitely telling you of a situation that I stumbled upon, the hiring of a 26-foot Penske truck 
to load and move my things back from Santa Fe, New Mexico to Tyler, Texas. Now, I had just gotten in that Penske truck and it was the day before I was leaving. I had such doubt and fear that I was capable. I was physically able to do this. That's a major truck. I sat really high in that truck. And it went on forever as I looked out my rearview mirror. Oh, my gosh. I had to get serious here. And I had to practice some really good lessons of knowing what we're, when we are When we are faced with some of these decisions, we totally forget that we have been practicing for years by things that have been coming into our lives. For me, I pulled the trailer around East Texas while my daughter was riding, going to horse competitions, and that was almost 24 feet long. So, you know, I was pulling her in the awful van, It was blue, by the way, in the awful van, which is not normal Texas. I'm just telling y'all that y'all from that are not from Texas. We normally use pickup trucks, but I'm a mother of a new kind. So here we go. But anyway, the day came that I was the truck was loaded and I was ready for my trip. I was so excited because I'd gotten over the fear of could I do it? Was I capable? Did I know enough? Am I smart enough? Am I enough to drive this truck? By darn I am. And so I decided I would do it. So I had the guys load the truck because I do know my limitations. I can't load a truck. So, and I do not have that skill. So I had two guys load the truck, and they kept wanting to drive it back to Texas for me. But I knew I could do that part. Now, my friend gave me some really good advice. He said, Joyce, you pull over early when the needle on the empty gas tank looks empty, goes halfway so you don't run out of gas. And then also you remember to pull over early for the night so you have a place to stay. And I did all that. So we we were driving down the road, and sure enough, me, just me, I had my music playing in the in the CD player, and I, you know, it's really tall, but it is kind of nice. And so anyway, I was sitting up there, and you're much taller, so the world looks you're seeing the world from a new angle. It was kind of interesting. So the first stop was, of course, the gas stop or we could call it the potty stop, whichever. But it was at a trucker stop. I had never officially stopped for gas at a trucker stop before. I Not on the trucker's side. You can't just pull up in front of the tank, hop out, zip your card, and start filling your truck. That doesn't work. There's a procedure. You have to go in to the building, and you have to prepay. So as I walked in the the building to pay, there was three long lines of men standing in line to pay for the truck. So much testosterone in that room, I couldn't believe it, ladies. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel a little out of place here. But that beside the point, I still needed gas. So I kind of stood there and learned the system 
you know, you walk up, you get in line, you give the guy your credit card, and then he turns your pump on, which is what I did. Now, if you could get the story of this, if you could visually see this, here's this woman, middle age, with her leisure suit on, with her diamond earrings in a, in a very organized but yet unorganized and very fun, unfamiliar territory. It was pretty funny if you would have been the fly on the wall to look at this. But anyway, while I was there, we went through, the weather was changing, and I kept running back and forth from the building to the gas tank trying to fill it up. We And it hailed, it rained, and it hailed while we were there. But then, if you know the weather that can happen in New Mexico and the Panhandle country, it can change in a minute and go from rain to hail to sleet to all of that without any notice at all. So once I'd filled up my tank and I waited out a very heavy rainstorm, most of the other truckers pulled out. So I took this as my sign that it was time for me to go as well. I jumped back in my trunk and decided to go out. As we went out on the highway, it was like the exodus. Everybody was in line. We were all moving back onto the interstate, going toward Amarillo, Texas. We moved at a fairly slow pace. I didn't try to push it, nor I tried to be a very conservative driver. As I was going down the road, I wasn't out <laughs> very long, maybe 15, 20 minutes, and the rain started. Now, I had driven in rain before, but because of this additional weight I was pulling, I was a little more cautious, but I slowed down a bit. Then, as I was going forward, the hail started. Now, I don't know if you've ever ridden in one of those U-Haul movie trucks or Penske trucks, but there is no acoustic um, acoustics in that truck. It's just like hail hitting metal. My music, which I'd taken great solace in being able to listen to my music as I drove down the road, was totally deafened out by the noise of the hail hitting the metal roof. It was, oh, unbelievably noisy in that truck. My mind immediately went to, what if the, the hail, which sounded horrible, broke the top of the trailer in some way, and all of my wonderful possessions were ruined. Well, that was the old mind playing all those tricks, all those tricks that it does so well for each of us when we get into a challenging situation. Well, it didn't, and soon the hail stopped. My music came back, and it was so funny. Even the sky changed into a brighter sky, the dark clouds went away. But as I drove down the road, it wasn't 40 minutes later, I looked in the horizon and there was a line, unusual for me to see. You know, it's very flat as you go east to Amarillo from New Mexico, flat. And so you can see great distances. And in some ways, it's very beautiful. But as I looked into the distance, there was this line 
that was I'd not seen before. And as I got closer to it, it grew in height. And before long, I was driving in a full-blown dust storm. Now, have you experienced a dust storm before? Well, if you haven't been on the plains of Texas and New Mexico, you probably have not experienced one like this. It is total blackout. You cannot see. It's very similar to a snowstorm. You cannot see beyond the bumper, the hood of your vehicle. I was freaked, folks. I could not see the road. I knew enough to keep distance, slow down, foot on the brake all the time. I knew those things from past experiences. And that's what I did. But I had to keep going forward. There was no way for me to turn back and change my journey. I had to go forward. Well, that was another very brief 20 minutes experience. And I must admit, I really freaked out and I looked up at the heavens and I said, Oh my goodness, God, what is next? The locusts? You remember Moses in the Bible had the locusts come during the different phases of, Mo- of Moses' journey in Egypt. So that was my journey. When I reached my hotel that night in Amarillo, which I'd already made prior arrangements for, my truck was to park in the back, which I'd never parked there before, but it was very nice and very convenient and very comfortable. So I parked my truck, got my things, went up to the bedroom, and laid down on that bed, really in almost unbelief that I had experienced such a day with rain, hail, windstorm, and had made that journey through safely as I lay thinking about the day. Memorable, life-changing, well, we'll, we'll stay tuned because there's going to be more that you'll know about this journey. So don't go away. I want you to be back. We're going to finish this journey shortly after we come back. And then we're going to talk about some of your defining moments. What do they look like? Why are they with us? How do they change us? Wouldn't you like to know what's in store for you? I'd love to hear what yours are. So anyway, we are going to be taking a brief break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about all of those things that change our lives and create and help us become who we are. This was written, sometimes you will never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Isn't that beautiful? That trip is my memory of that day. So we're going for a break now. Don't cut. You be back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. 
Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with lessons in joyful living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Okay, we're here and the story goes on. You are listening to Joyce Buford tell her story about a moving trip that was part of a defining moment for her. It's very important that we realize, even when we're experiencing these, that they are defining moments. We may sometimes be taken back and go back and look at them and review them and go, hmm, this was really, really changing, life-changing. And this was, for me, in, in certain ways, um, you know, I, I just got into the hotel in Amarillo after driving through a rainstorm, a hailstorm, and a dust storm in a 26-foot Penske truck, one that I thought I'd never be driving. But sure enough, I was because I was so determined that I could do it. I could drive this truck home. Well, the day, the next day after spending that night and reviewing my less than my very exciting day, less than boring, you might say. I got up really early because I wanted to get through Amarillo and onto my road home. I was halfway home. And so I got up really early. My next stop was Fort Worth, Texas. I'd never driven through Fort Worth, Texas, and my daughter gave me a route that I wasn't really familiar with. So I got into Fort Worth, Texas, and it was one of these roads this that she had given me that took me through downtown, but it was on a elevated interstate. I don't even remember the number of this el- el- this um, 
interstate. But anyway, I got lost. And so I had to stop. And this was a Sunday. So the downtown was not very crowded. That was a good thing. But as there weren't many things open either. So there I was riding around downtown Fort Worth, which I'm not familiar with. And I was lost. I, uh, did stop at an eating place, one of those joint, those um, chain things, and asked for directions. Found a woman. She pulled out her GPS, which reminded me I had a GPS on my phone, which I totally forgot about. But anyway, I got home in about the next three hours. Now, the entire trip had taken me 42 hours. Normally, it takes me 18. But I had experienced some memorable, memorable experiences. The lessons that I learned from being willing to do something different, to get outside my comfort zone, was that you always have to go forward, no matter what you're presented with, no matter if it's rain hail, dust, getting lost in downtown Fort Worth, you have no option. You need to always move forward if you're going to get to your destination. And you can. It's just a matter of pulling up your big girl pants and moving forward. I had to stop for fuel. I had to rest to have the energy to go forward. And then I had to give gratitude when I reached home, when I drove in front of my house and I jumped out of that 26-foot Penske truck cab, which, as you know, it was a major step to get up in that cab. You've seen those big trucks. I was inside. I was so proud of the accomplishment I made. And what was the message that I sent to myself? It was that I could do it. I could do something that was really challenging. I could go through something that took me out of my comfort zone. I could be and do what I wanted to do. I was not limited by my age, by my size, by my training, because I had gotten training along the line, and I knew what I was doing. I'm a very capable woman. Now, this is what I want for you. But you can only get there if you'll take the risk to get outside your comfort zone, to make those defining moments come alive. You know, it was the biggest celebration when I jumped out of that truck. And when I turned that truck back in, I drove, as soon as my truck was emptied, I drove to the Penske truck dealership, and I asked this man, I said, if I hand you my phone, would you take a picture of me? Very unusual. I think I was probably the first woman that had ever asked him for that. But he did. And I love that. If you go to my website, it's on my website. Because it says to me and to the world that knows me that I am willing to step outside of my comfort zone. Now, how have I used this outside of the personal reward for me? 
It's one of the speeches that I love to share with people. And it's always about going forward in your life. When you make a defining moment come alive in your life, it is a memory that stays with you forever. I remember some of, and they all, you know, defining moments like the trip from Santa Fe to Tyler, Texas, come in different degrees of intensity. Now, that day that I was driving in the dust storm, that was intense. But sometimes the decisions are more, are heavier. They're like the decisions of divorce or staying in a marriage. The decisions of perhaps your your spouse dies and you're left with major decisions. Or deciding to raise a child by yourself. These are all major different amounts of intensity that you could follow. But the message I would give to you is that if it's your passion and your decision to make this happen and do it as best as you can, then you can go forward without any regrets at the end. You will be faced with doubts and fears. That's a given. Because we've all been programmed from early life, actually from since we were seven years old, according to a study done at the Harvard College, that we learn and are taught limitations from our very families, from our teachers at those early, early ages. Now, I'm not saying your family members intend to scar you or damage you or hurt you. Sometimes it's their own limitations that they pass on to us. Then there are those people that truly do grow up in families that are so totally dysfunctional. How do you take what you've been given and turn it into defining moments? Our life is but a series of defining moments strung together by passing time. Surrender fully to this moment because it is not the moment itself that defines us, but how we choose to live in it. How did I come out of that experience stronger? More in touch with who I am. More confident that I can do more things. I can even put truck driver on my resume now if I wanted to. You know, I did experience and go through it. I've thought thought about the young woman. You know, I spent so much of my younger days, earlier days, doing a lot of volunteer work in my community. And, you know, one of the ways that, that organizations, nonprofits raise money is they do it through parties, balls, events. And it always takes a chairman to do that, to organize those events. Well, that was me. 
Now, my first one wasn't just, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, no. I had a friend that was the magic. She had the magic word. She had just the right words to say, you can do this. I know you can do this, and I'll be there all the way. So I would take on those jobs of being chairperson of the ball or of the phase, the, the uh, maybe it was the Halloween uh, event at my children's school. What was the volunteer project that we many times take on? Well, it takes knowing that you can do it and that it can be, you can lead the group that will cause this to become a successful event. It's not you doing it as though you are an island, but you incorporate all of the people around you. You go to the people that are capable. You know those people that are strong skills in doing their daily lives? Those are the people you call on. And when you put those all together, you come out with a successful event. But even if it hasn't been, as you had intended it to be, the growth that you had, you have gotten from the experience is yours alone. It is a win that you said yes, that you took on the responsibility, that you wanted to be more, to develop more, to be more. There's always a win. Even if the event didn't make as much money. It's still a win that you stepped up and supported the organization, your child, whatever it might be. Well, we have just a little more time, and then we'll be going to a brief break. But when we come back, I want you to be thinking of that defining moment that you experienced, okay? And we're going to talk about one more thing before we depart today. And you can go back and you can reflect on this story. I laugh now when I think of the story. It's not quite as challenging as the day I lived it. But it is a wonderful memory. And I want you to remember yours. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, in ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is 
used to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. I have just been telling my story of the 26-foot Penske truck and my trip from Santa Fe, New Mexico to Tyler, Texas. With all of the surprises that were on the trip and how it was knowing that I just had to go forward, there was no place to stop, except I did stop for fuel. That was a new experience. But I'm so so grateful that I had the experience and I made the decision to take the trip and to take the trip the way that I wanted to do it. Because that's what makes me unique, the way I like to do things that come in my life. I always like to celebrate the journey. It is about the journey, and it is about our minds and how we adapt to the success of that journey. How well you handle change and moving forward is important in really the way it ends up. How does it conclude? Is it positive or negative? It's so important in making your journey a success. Now, you know, I created from the work that I did, have been doing, the Genius Program. And the Genius Program is about becoming the person that you would like to be. The person that says yes to more things instead of no to more things. But one of the very first things that I like to talk about is, of course, finding out who you are. We need to know who we are. We need to know what we can do and what we can't do. We have so many talents inside of us. And when we are living and working with those talents, when we have a passion 
and we use the talents that have been given us, then we are living a life on purpose. Now, in my very first session, and this is a six-week course, but in my very first session, one of the things we do is we find out what your core values are. What do you believe in? Core values are values that were created in your lives by the age of seven. They're how you believe. Are you honest? Are you trustworthy? Do you like to travel? Are you, do you love freedom? Or do you like being with people? Do you like gregarious, fun things to do? What makes you unique? And so one of the things that I always do is have my clients go to the core value exercise. And I wanted to be able to offer that to you today. It's a freebie. You just go pick it up. And you go to Joyce Buford Empowers and spell that J-O-Y-C-E-B-U-F-O-R-D Empowers, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-S dot com slash gift. Go to that gift and you may do the core value exercise training, how we do it in our workshop, for free. It's All you have to do is give me your name and address, your name. And that's, that's my gift to you, that you will be able to have this and go through it. If you have any problem with it, you can always send me a note and we can set up a time to talk. Finding out what your core values are, what you believe in, is so important because that is the basis for creating the life that you want to live. When you are hanging out with people that have similar core values, when you are married to a person that has similar core values as you, life is easier, fewer conflicts, fewer stresses. Now, I don't promise you no stresses. That would be kind of too good to be true, wouldn't it? But I do promise you a life that's a little easier to live. And I want that for everybody. I want you to know how unique, how unique you are. I, uh, I love sharing this part with so many people and, and always take uh, great pride in seeing it. I was speaking uh, a couple Saturdays ago at the uh, University of Texas here on, in Tyler and spoke to a group of about 80 um, college students. It was a wonderful day. It was about leadership. And uh, we did the core value exercise because as young people, they're getting ready to go out in their life and create create their life. They're going to jobs. They're going to need to know what their core values are as they move through their lives. They need to know who to hang out with, who's going to support them as they create this new life, and who's going to be not a support, who's going to hold them back. They need to hang out with people that want to go where they want to go. They want to build a successful life. So we did the core values, and we did the breakout session later in the afternoon. And I had really, I was so pleased. I had 18 young people that came to that breakout session that wanted to know how they could use their core values 
and put these core values into their goals. How will they create the life that they want to live based on their core values? It was so exciting to see these young people, to see the ahas that they took away from doing this exercise. So I hope that if you are interested in knowing the same information, that you are convinced that the knowing your values are a key to your success in life, a key to helping you live happily, a key to knowing what you can do and what you need to focus toward doing in your as your life goes forward. Whether you're creating a new life, you're building a new life, or you're continuing on with a life that you already have. So don't be afraid of change. It brings with it so much excitement. It brings with it always going forward always celebrating in what you can do and you can do so many things one of the segments in the genius program is also the unique section i want each of you to know you are unique yes you may have friends that can do the same things you can do but i can promise you they can never do them quite the way you can do them. I take great pleasure in awakening those clients that work with me, that we can move them into their strengths, using their strengths with their uniqueness to create a world of joy and fulfillment That's why we're here. And that's why I want to share this with you. Life has always been a challenge in some areas. It will always be a challenge for us because that's how we grow. When we have challenges, we figure out this isn't working. I got to change something. So for me, that was my transition and finding out where I wanted to be and how I wanted my life to look. And from that, my genius program was created. Now, this week, when you go through your week, I want you to remember a defining moment. I want you to go back and decide how that moment enriched your life. What did you do differently after you experienced the moment? Time for reflection. It's best to start reflection out with a moment of silence meditation so that you can then pick up a pencil and a pad and begin writing telling me and telling you and becoming aware of the transition that you went through 
from that defining moment. So you have homework. I haven't done this to you before, but you know what? There's so much enrichment from doing this that you will grow from this. So take out your pencil and pen, pencil and paper, and sit down and write briefly about that defining moment. As I go through this week, I will be wanting to know if anybody in the listing audience would send me a message that says, this was my defining moment. You can go to Joyce Buford Empowers and share. I've never asked the audience to do this before, but I sure do think it'd be fun. Thank you for being with me today. I hope you'll remember my funny journey from Santa Fe to Tyler, Texas. It was life-changing for me. It said I can drive a truck anytime I want to, and I can go through rain, hail, and dust storm. So until we're back next week, I hope you have a wonderful week, and it's full of defining moments. Thank you for being with me today. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 